As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to Investigate Earth Conspiracy Podcast. This is going to be a really good one, guys. We we cannot wait to uh, to talk about this storming Area 51. For those of you that have heard about this, I'm sure you guys will be excited to, for our opinions anyway. Well, we've we've talked a lot about. about <laughs> yeah, we've talked a lot about the uh, storm Area 51 phenomenon that is going on on social media. And so that is exactly what we're going to talk about today. We cannot wait. Um, and so we'll be right back. Welcome to Investigate Earth Conspiracy Podcast. I am your host, Chad Freeman, alongside my beautiful wife, Sherry Freeman, co-host. Aw, thank you, Chad. Oh, you're welcome. We do that, you know. Hey, we're back, guys. So just so you know, yeah, we are been back. It's been a while. Yeah, we've had a lot of stuff going on in our lives. And, um, you know, a lot of that was, um, I don't know, it's, it's been it's been crazy, uh, especially when something happens in your family that, you know, somebody you care, care about deeply and... And some medical issues going on. Um, so uh, we just kind of had to take a step away for a little bit, but we are back and we're we are excited here. to be back. Yes. Um, very excited to be back. There's so much going on in the news and I can't wait to be back and talk about everything. But tonight's going to be really fun. Yeah, it is. So this is Storm Area 51 Conspiracy Podcast, guys. And I'm sure that, you know, obviously it's July of 2019. And if you have not heard about this phenomenon, this crazy phenomenon that's going on, um, then... I don't know. You're living under a rock and you're probably not listening to us, right? Yeah, and you're probably not on Facebook because it's all over Facebook. <laughs> yeah, and pretty much everywhere. So I think yeah, one of the crazy things is about the memes and everything else. There's so many facets to this story. 
And so one of the reasons we wanted to do uh, really our first show back about this was because, number one, we think it's um, interesting, to yeah. say the least. And we've already done two shows on Area 51 <clears throat> before any of this even came up, which is very interesting. And now they've posted this huge event on Facebook, and there's over a million people that are joining saying they're going. And, I, you know, part of it might be a joke, but some people, are, I think, are getting pretty serious about it. Yeah, it, the, the actual group started, uh, it was called Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. Yeah, that's the event if you want to check it out on Facebook. Guys, by the way, they can. <laughs> they can actually stop every single one of you. Definitely. Sorry, Sorry what were you saying? Well, I was just going to say there was three groups that built this as a joke. It's, you know, this event really started as a joke, but I'm just wondering if these three groups, and they don't really have personal profiles, but it's not very hard to find them. I just wonder if they're what kind of publicity they're getting from mm. pulling this stunt. Yeah, for sure. Well, and, and one of the big reasons we wanted to do this show and just to get it out there is Area 51, we've done extensive, extensive, extensive research on Area 51. We've dug so deep on this subject and this topic. And it's one of those things that if you do a podcast long enough, especially a conspiracy podcast, um, with all of our listeners, a lot of you guys out there are very, very knowledgeable people. And so one of our jobs as host is to go out and research what we're going to talk about extensively. Whether or not we think we know uh, you know, everything about a particular topic, it is still our job and is our duty for you guys because why else would you listen to us? I mean, if, if you can just go and get the same information on Facebook, right? what would be the point in listening to a podcast? And so we, we try to give value in what we're talking about. And so Area 51 is in... For me, it's one of the most interesting things and, and one of the most interesting topics we talk about. And and we say we've done two episodes on Area 51, but really there's been so much involved in Area 51 in a That's lot of true. our shows. Yeah. yeah. And so when you talk about conspiracy podcasts or conspiracy theories or whatever, there's so much that goes back to Area 51 um, or Bob Lazar or aliens or UFOs or whatever the case is. Because I think out of any conspiracy uh, UFOs, aliens, Area 51, those are all very valid things. I don't think they're a conspiracy. Well, technically well, they are. They are. And they because are. what a conspiracy is, is people getting together t- for, you know, basically um, just people coming together for like a bad cause or or for an ulterior motive that, you know, to try to keep it secret. So technically it is a, a conspiracy. Yeah. I mean, they are getting together. They are, you And know, what I was just going to say is, like you were saying, the aliens, UFOs, all that is intermingled with all the other conspiracy theories. If it's, you know, you, you, uh, Illuminati or, you know, the X-Files, whatever files they were. I can't even remember now. X-Files, yeah. <laughs> the X-Files. It's all kind of intermingled with each other. So it does come out in all the other conspiracy theories some way. It does, yeah. Yeah, and so, yeah, Area 51, we we know a lot about, and we've done a lot of uh, research on Area 51, and so we had to come on here and talk about what our opinion and beliefs was on this. So um, before we actually came on, we did share this stream uh, or this live stream in a couple of the Area 51, Storm Area 51 groups. So for those of you that are listening right now that are in these groups and are serious about this, we we welcome you to chat with us. You can um, actually the link that we shared it is a Spreaker link, which is our host. And if you sign up for a free account, you can come right in here and chat. And so feel free to chat with us and give your opinions. Uh, for those of you that are actually going to go and do this, feel free to talk in the chat and and we'll um, we'll answer some of those questions. Yeah, or and talk who knows? About it. Maybe we'll bring you on live on the next topic or the yeah, next for time. Sure. Yeah, we can Because I want to know who actually is serious about it. Yeah. So a little background about Area 51, I guess we should start off with. Right. Um, you know, Area 51 is a private government uh, military base. 
Uh, it is located in Nevada. And one of the biggest things about Area 51 and the, I guess, the conspiracy side of it is that many people believe that there are aliens there or UFOs um, or has been or was at some point in time. Uh, the interesting thing about all this actually is is when we first started our podcast and, and I, actually our first two episodes was about Area 51, uh, that was before any of this craze about Area 51 or aliens or any of that stuff even existed. Uh, no one was talking about it. No one was, you know, I mean, there's been, everyone knows about Area 51. Everyone's heard about it for so long. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but now, you know, in the past six months, well, really like three months, the Area 51 craze has kind of come out of nowhere. And and I'll tell you why I think it started coming out of nowhere. Um, there's two reasons, I believe, that all this started. And I think, um, you know, a lot of people are like, where did this come from? Well, there's two reasons. It seems like there are two things and two places that you can end up or be at some point in time and that can make it go viral or, you know, like that social craze. And, mm-hmm. and two of those, and one of those places is Netflix. <clears throat> the other place is Joe Rogan. So Joe Rogan recently hosted Bob Lazar and, and Corbell, which is right. Corbell is the actual, he's the one that did the documentary on um, Bob Lazar. And for those of you who don't know who Bob Lazar is, he was a, um, he was a scientist that worked at Area 51, and he is the one that claims that he worked on UFOs and, and other um, whatever space spacecraft. So for those of you that have watched uh, the Bob Lazar um, Aliens and, and Spaceships or whatever it's called on, on Netflix, um, I believe that it's a combination of both those things that made this viral craze on social media start. Yeah, I agree. You're right. Um, I think it was Netflix and Joe Rogan or, or one of the two. And you know everyone has Netflix, and everybody that is anybody is in college or whatever has Netflix, right? Right. So then recently we were on Netflix, and we saw that the the, the Bob Lazar documentary was trending. Yeah, and that was so cool because, like, we did this, and now it's trending. Yeah, it was trending. And we watched this documentary long before it ever mm-hmm. was even trending, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. um, it is a fairly new documentary, but we watched it when it first came out. So, And that was one of the things that we watched um, in – in relation to our first episodes, um, as far as research of Area 51, it wasn't just that. It was a million other things. But we wanted to watch and listen to Bob Lazar's accounts. And we didn't just watch that. We watched Bob Lazar's old accounts of what happened and so on and so forth. So I think that's where all this craze is coming from, um, is Netflix, Joe Rogan, the whole nine. More so, I think, Netflix, right? I mean, because once something gets big on Netflix, it gets big everywhere. Uh, same thing with the comedian we've been recently yeah, watching. He's he blowing up and he he's is. blowing up because of Netflix. <laughs> yeah, he right? really is. You're right. So Netflix can make things very popular. Yeah. It's almost like, you know, what, what's the health? That mm-hmm. series went huge. And it made vegan, uh, you know, being vegan, uh, a normal or a sought after thing. Mm-hmm. And it was, a that was a documentary based on, you know, how they treat animals and, and what, you know, how meat is actually really, really bad for people. And, and how it can reverse, you know, kind of w- whether you got predisposed to, t- you know, different conditions or diseases. That documentary, I think, really opened people's eyes and it scared people a little bit, but it opened people's eyes, number one. And I think um, the Bob Lazar documentary is doing similar to the right. same thing as What yeah. the Health. Mm-hmm. So that's a kind of an interesting psychological evaluation of how Netflix really shapes our social uh, standing and, and social. Um, community, I right. guess you can say. And in this era of time, you know, 
if you don't know who Joe Rogan is, you don't you're, oh, you yeah. don't know anything because that's I think he's really huge. Yeah, by himself. Which you know the funny thing is I think Joe Rogan is not. Which I mean, don't get me wrong, tons of young people watch him. But I don't think they watch him like, you know, obviously people watch Netflix. Mm-hmm. You know, every net young person has Netflix, right? I mean, that's what everybody watches. Yeah, but Netflix. also YouTube is the new TV. It is, I think. yeah. You it know, is. people watch videos instead of watching TV now. That's the, you know, they're like, what is TV? For sure. <laughs> the younger generation. <laughs> 100%. So let's talk a little bit about the, okay, just to kind of give you a show outline, guys, um, before we really dive deep into this, because I, I think you're going to want to hear this in our, at least our standpoint and take on this um, from a realistic standpoint, not a social or Facebook meme, um, but from an actual standpoint of people that research Area 51 extensively and, and really believe in a lot of this stuff, uh, not just the propaganda, not just the memes, but the actual realism of what is at Area 51 and what many believe is there. But um, just kind of a backstory. Area 51 is a private military base. Um, it is the most secretive base in the entire world. And whether or not Area 51 today in 2019 houses UFOs or aliens is unknown. Um, and really for a large part, it's unknown whether it ever has. But but I believe there's more and more evidence and more and more things coming out that support that. Uh, support the fact that they there there was aliens or UFOs there. And so Area 51 is, is, is a thing that, you know, there's a such thing as camo dudes. And if you go back to our first two, two episodes, Area 51 has what's known as camo guys. Now, these are not military soldiers. Um, they are actually have no affiliation at all with the military. It's and, just like contract workers. Yeah, so if any of you guys have seen any of the videos or pictures of the guys in the white trucks and they have the camo outfits on, and if you get close enough to Area 51 and suspicious looking enough, you're going to come encounter with them and You're going to be stopped by very them, quickly. For sure. And I think one of the things that got the camo dudes on the map and, and another viral thing was the motorcycle riders mm-hmm. that were riding mm-hmm. on the towards the back gate of Area 51 on a dirt road and they were just out exploring even though obviously they were they knew where they were yeah, they knew what they're doing um and so camo guys like stormed in held him at gunpoint and was extremely rude <laughs> as well, what was the girl um full house how rude you remember, you remember how she used to say <laughs> anyways i don't know where the hell that came from but yeah, um, those guys were pretty scared when they got stopped. I mean, yeah. they were expecting something or they wanted something. I don't know, think just, they were expecting that. Though. Yeah, but they weren't expecting to that extent, I don't think. Yeah, exactly. They weren't. And it's weird. I, I'm i not sure if it, these were the guys that I was reading about later, but after that video, yeah, no yeah, one heard from them for like... That's the same people. Yeah, no one's ever heard from them since that last video. I think they kind of... I think someone finally kind of started... But the weird thing was they went social media silent for yeah, for, for a and long they time. They were doing tons of videos before this yeah. <laughs> incident, and then they just went silent. Yeah, and there's no telling what that really stems from. Um, who knows? But those guys, and this is the bikers at Area 51. If you look it up on YouTube, you'll find the video. Uh, that, that shows you very quickly, you know, how serious they are at Area 51, even for two biker dudes that are way far away. Now you got to understand that now the, the gates at Area 51, first of all, and, and let's just talk about this sensibly for people that are planning on storming Area 51 guys, just so you know, um, if any of you are listening that are planning on this, I want you all to understand number one, that Area 51, even from the gate is a long ass ways until you get to anything that is worth of anything. Uh, you know, it's not like you just break in the gate and you're in Area 51. No, I mean, technically you are, but, you know, the reality is even by car, it would take you a good little ways to get to the base. Right. Right. And so, 
you know, it's not just once you get past the gate. Like, no, it's not like 500 yards. No. It's like hundreds of it's miles. miles. <laughs> well, it's not hundreds of miles, but it's miles. Yeah. I don't know exactly how far I was trying to remember, but I mean, in some places it's like 15 to 20 miles from the gates, you know? Mm-hmm. So it, it depends. And they have different areas within. Yeah. I mean, it's not just complex. area 51. There's F4. There's, yeah. there's all these different places um, that kind of connect to that. And the funny thing about it is, is that Area 51 is not really the most secretive place anymore. I think there are other places, Los Alamos and S4 and, and all these other segments of, of that area um, are, the, are the places that they're probably going to have. And keep in mind, Bob Lazar didn't even work at Area 51 technically. He was at S4, which is another right. area place. South of it. Yes. Yeah. And that's where he saw the UFOs. Now, guys, I'm not going to, we're not going to, you know, go far into Bob Lazar and his whole story. If you want to listen to that, you can definitely go to our Area 51 Declassified and listen more on that. But, but yeah, so you're a long ways when you get to the gate from wherever anything would possibly be. And so just understanding that, number one. Number two, um, what do you think these people feel like they're going to accomplish? Like, I mean, I, like I understand that. I mean, don't you think it started as a meme though? Like, oh, it or, was a joke. It was a, yeah. a huge joke that these three creators created out of just fun, I think. And I really don't think they realized how big it was going to get. Yeah, that's true. I mean, but it was a huge joke. But now what's crazy about it is some people are really taking this serious. Like I've even heard on the news that, Airlines are sold out during September 20th to go to Las Vegas. Wow. I mean, have you heard that? Or a little, like, bit, a little bit before September. Yeah, Isn't that, it like September 19th is when it's supposed to happen, I think? Or I thought, no, September 20th well, is whenever, supposed to happen. Yeah, but, whenever it is, yeah. But I, mean, I just heard that flights have been selling out to Las Vegas during this time period, which yeah. is crazy because I really believe people are going to try to show up and do something. But what do they, like you said, what do you, th- what do you think they're going to try to do? Well, they well, do, they do kind of have a plan. You know, I was reading through the events page and there's a couple of plans that they. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Planned out. Yeah. And they have what's called Kyle's. <laughs> yeah. So, Kyle's... So, they, so, they have, so they have code names. Yeah. So okay, this is their code you. names. <laughs> so Kyle's are the ones with the oh, monor- monster in- energy drinks. <laughs> They're okay. going to blast through any walls. <laughs> 
Wow. They're the front lines are the Kyles. And then what's the other and one? And then they have the rock thrower. Oh, and they have the Karens too. The Karens. And some people are saying the Karens are going to go in before the Kyles. Those will be the the first line of the women. So, And then the Kyles with the energy drinks. And hmm. then the rock throwers. <laughs> <That's interesting. laughs> but I guess it's their code names. Yeah. That's interesting. That's funny. I mean, they have it all mapped out how they're going to, how they're going to infiltrate this area. You know what's funny about that is I was on YouTube yesterday, and um, I, if any of you have ever heard of the the PC game called Arma, Arma Three, is it's probably one of the most realistic war simulator like um, games there are. And so, you know, there's massive, massive maps on Arma Three, and you have whole squadrons of actual people that you know do uh, do missions and and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. And so they have an Area 51 map or, you know, area. Mm. That's, that's a huge Area 51 area. And so what they all decided to do in this in this, um, in this this game, and it was like a four-hour live stream or whatever it was. So they had, they had uh, Area 51 made up of, like, whoever Arma's, like, most elite people are, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they put those guys to defend Area 51. And then they, they gave uh, – then they then there was, like, a ton of people that acted as civilians. But it was, like, they put three times more civilians or four times, five times, whatever it was, tons more civilians on this side. And then there was only, a, you know, a smaller amount right. of, of people defending the base. But it was funny because they only allowed the civilians to have – small fire like small arms like you know handguns or like rocks or just all this stuff and then all the guys that were protecting area if anyone had like fighter jets and like rockets and just crazy (laughs) shit and and it was funny as hell because like they were they were storming in it was nighttime when they were doing this being then that run what's that run called the nano to nano to run or whatever with their they're running you know with their bodies forward and their arms back and they're all just running rushing yeah, was I don't that know. Part of the game? Well, these the civilians on this game. The civilians had little backpacks, which was hilarious, and little helmets on, which is freaking just cracked me up. And so then what, the guy that the video I was watching from his perspective, he was kind of outside Area Fifty One, and a lot of the civilians had already kind of made it towards Area Fifty One. And all you can just see is like they were rushing the base with cars, and like there were just explosions everywhere. The fighter jets were just blowing their ass up. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was it, like the, the crazy thing was, it was kind of a reality of what would happen. Right. Uh, the and, civilians had no chance. And that's very interesting that you bring that up, that it was a game that's what's almost becoming reality. And some of these people that are, you know, it started as a joke, but like there's a lot of people that are serious about it. And they're like, really, people, do you think they're going to kill all of us? I mean, people yes. are really thinking like they're not going to do that. They, that's like genocide. You know, they don't think anything's going to happen to them. They're, I mean, that is their way of thinking is they think they are actually going to be able to storm this place and they're not going to stop them because of the numbers of people that show up. Yeah. And they're like, if all of us storm it, there's nothing they can do. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, What Uh, do you think about that? Well, the funny thing was, uh, well, the funny thing I think is, is that. Uh, I want I want everyone that like even has a like uh, a reality in their mind of storming this place is you have to understand that this is the place that um, when we tested our atom bombs and, and, and nuclear weapons, this was where we did it. This is where we developed those weapons. Right. And it's not just our nuclear weapons and our atom bombs. Any secretive, almost any secretive weapon that the United States government develops for uh, you know, intercontinental war or whatever the case is, 
you know, the things that other countries have no clue even exist is that's going to all be developed there. there. Yeah, and developed so, and tested. Right. And, you know, and, you know, many of you can get on Google Maps and if you get on Google Maps and uh, or Google Earth is, is a better way and do the 3D view, you go to Area 51 and then if you go... Um, I, I, I think it's actually, is it, uh, I think it's, if you go west of Area mm-hmm. 51 mm-hmm. and you go out to where the flats are right. over the mountains and whatever, all you see is craters. craters yeah. And it's because, Big yeah, craters. yeah, they, they test all these crazy weapons there. Um, and, and on top of that, it was, it was kind of funny. I saw one person say, yeah, so what do you think is going to happen when everyone storms Area 51? And I saw something saying, yeah, well, you know, they're going to show you the crowd, the new crowd control weapon they've developed, <laughs> which is probably true. It'll probably be some kind of laser that would literally just cut through 700,000 people in five seconds. Well, and some people are saying, well, maybe they wouldn't use like deadly force. Maybe they, no, would, they would use some kind of gases or uh, the rubber bullets or things well, like that. But but say that 700,000 people showed up, though. If 700,000 people showed up, I mean, lethal force would probably be warranted. And it would probably be needed because, I mean, the reality is is that, yes, you can bring the military there on that day. I mean, first of all, it's, dumb, it's a dumb plan from the very beginning that there's a specific date where they're all showing up here. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean... <laughs> What the hell, man? That's like North Korea calling yeah. the U.S. say, hey, by the hey, way, we're, we're going to bomb there. you uh, the 19th of September. <laughs> so I'm just letting you know. Uh, you know, and, and it's like Pearl Harbor when that shit happened. Did they call us and let us know? Yeah. No, because oh, if they the would have. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's a, dumb, that's a dumb plan from the very well, beginning. Well, yeah, but it was a dumb plan because it was just a joke in the beginning and people are taking it serious. Okay, so. so let's talk about that. So how many of these people are taking this yeah, serious? Yeah, and I, w- and, I really and why would they? Know. Are these people that don't care about their life, I guess, is there my were, question. I mean, I was reading on some of these events, Chad. I'm not kidding. Like, people are saying, well, I'm suicidal anyways. What, what better way to die than to do this? Well, that's great. And go down in honor wow. knowing that I, you know... I helped find these aliens that have been covered up for so long to the American people and to the to, to the world. Yeah, like a, there's a lot of like suicidal people on these things saying they're ready to go. They rather die for a cause. Wow. Well, I mean, but what is the cause though? I mean, so say well, you say you get in Area 51 and you find out they're aliens. First of all, you're not going to find out you're because even if. I mean, you're never going to get far enough. Nor are you ever even going to have any clue where the hell to go once you get in there. Right. Mm-hmm. And then and in my personal opinion, I think there are more underground mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, facilities at Area 51 than ever thought about being uh, above ground. Like and, this I mean, is if probably you look worse at, than Fort Knox. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> There's yeah. no way anyone's getting in there. Yeah, if no if way. you actually look at the Google Earth of Area 51, there's really not a lot of buildings no. above the ground. I think everything's a lot of it's yeah, underground. Yeah, I think a lot yeah. of it's underground. And even Bob Lazar said, you know, he never went underground, but he knew that there was a lot of those right. places that went underground. And do you remember when we were doing Google Maps the other night? And it was just weird that when we zoned down to particular areas, when we got close enough, it like disappeared on our Google maps. Yeah. I just think that it had blurred that, out some of it. It, yeah. I, it was like blurred out. I think the government has something to do with that part that, you know, that must be a really secretive part of the base that they don't want, you know, anyone to see. Yeah. But I mean, if it's that secretive, why is it even on Google maps? That's true. I don't know. I mean, well, Google, Google earth, is because I mean the government knows Earth. yeah yeah well yeah either way the government knows though that you know anything secretive they're really going to keep secretive you know obviously obviously if there was stuff secretive that you could just walk into Area 51 and see like that 
uh, I would think it wouldn't be on Google Earth for one. You know, it wouldn't ever be on any of that. And trust me, the government has something going with Google that they're not going to let anybody see anything from, you know, whatever. Right. And and I'm sure it's something that between the government and Google Earth, they're like, hey, you can use this image and this image right, only. Right, but you right? can't, you got to blur out this part yeah, or do exactly. this part. But, you know, getting back to it, I just wonder how many people really think there are aliens and UFOs at Area 51? How many people think it's total BS? I know a lot of people don't even believe in aliens. I'm like this. They don't even believe in it. There's probably a lot a lot of people that don't believe in aliens. You know, like my mom. I know she doesn't believe. You know, a lot of my family, they don't believe in aliens. So they're like, oh, my God, you guys are fools, stupid. But I wonder, like, if you had statistics, how many people really believe there is something that the government's hiding from us? Yeah. Well, a good friend to the show, and I don't know if he's listening right now, but Harwood, I'll just call What's him Harwood. What's up, Harwood? Well, I don't know if he's listening right now, but um, but yeah, he, he posted a meme about it. It says, let's just send sex offenders to Area 51, mm-hmm. aliens versus predators. predators. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was pretty good. There's been some really good memes, though, Chad. Yeah, there has. Like, I have cracked up on a lot of them. <laughs> There's great. All right, so let's talk about the the reality and the truth about Area 51 briefly. Um, we've talked a little bit about, like, do people think this is serious? Yes, I think there are actual people that are going to show up, um, sadly enough. And I would actually love to be there just to see them. Well, that's what I was wondering. From, from a mountaintop. Where would we get a press pass to, like... <laughs> I know, we need a press pass. We do. Do we contact Full the access. government, or who do we contact to get a press pass? Maybe we should. <laughs> we, sh- we should actually contact Area 51 and be like, hey, um, we're press, and we're yeah. trying to see if we can cover this... <laughs> Uh, massacre that's going to happen. And on as the, long as we have that press pass around our neck, we're good, right? You're not going to shoot, shoot us. them. Yeah, it's like a <laughs> yeah, special. We're the good people. It's a special magnet that like <laughs> detracts bullets from us. <laughs> we can just walk right through the crowd. No, but you know, it's um, so yeah. So let's talk about the serious side of this. So for those of you that are joining us that have never been in the conspiracies, Area Fifty One, aliens, or any of that crap until this meme started, and unfortunately and crazy enough, and also fortunately, I guess. Uh, the one thing I can say is hopefully what this is doing is opening people's eyes a little bit and it probably isn't. It's probably just some, you know, whatever. I mean, this is to me, this is a trolled event mm-hmm. to the fullest. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I hope some of those people maybe look into conspiracies a little more or to the whole concept of, are there aliens that exist? Yeah. Or is the government hiding mm-hmm. crap from us? Yeah. Well, that's, Which that's they obvious. Are obvious. Yeah. Yeah, and so with something we say on this show all the time, no matter what your political view or, or belief is, you know, the one thing that we we like to try to do is that it doesn't matter who is in office. It don't matter if you hate Trump or you hate Clinton or you hate Bernie or you hate any freaking body, Obama, whatever. Um, there's one thing that is constant, and it is that the government will lie to you, to your face, day in and day out. And they use media. They use um, even the big tech giants, Facebook and YouTube and everything else now. Between the censorship, they want you to see only what you want to see, and they push their narrative through what what you see. Today we posted a picture about the caravans from Mexico coming up, and there's a little information tag above our picture that I didn't even mention. On Facebook. Yeah, I didn't even mention George Soros' name, but of course there's a little information tag that Facebook puts on there that says George Soros was not involved in yeah. the caravans. The, the, that this led is to, not true evidence you know, or something. Yeah, and it's like... Well, who the hell is this website to say this yeah, is true? Yeah, and we didn't even mention his name, and it still popped up. Is that because exactly? You know, they've got an intent. <clears throat> yeah. So, so let's give them a little a little brief thing about what our belief is on Area Fifty One. Uh, between Bob Lazar's account of Area Fifty One, and keep in mind, I think a lot of people are starting to see Bob Lazar was not full of shit. I think a lot of people are starting to see that Bob Lazar is uh, truthful in what he said. 
The funny thing about Bob Azar was he was sent to Area 51 to try to figure out the the propulsion system of uh, this alien spacecraft uh, to his account. And so uh, this guy had every single accolade and, and, and education that you could possibly have to be a propulsionist. Uh, he knew systems. He knew, uh, you know, uh, jet propulsion. He knew all of that. He knew he was the guy that was known as the guy with the rocket car. Um, he developed his own car and his own time that had a rocket system on it and everything else. Guy's a genius, uh, and so uh, you know he got picked up to work at Area Fifty One or Los Alamos and S Four, which is a very similar thing. So for those of you that just know Area Fifty One, um, look up S Four or Los Alamos, <clears throat> also similar. But so Bob Lazar came out with this account um, a, a long time ago in the seventies, I believe it was right, right. and mm-hmm. and so he kind of came out for insurance really because he couldn't believe what he's seen, he couldn't believe what he was working on. Uh, you know, and, and he actually saw this, this, uh, this spacecraft. Now, <clears throat> the reason I'm going into this and I can sit here and say, and we can both sit here and say all day that, well, we believe Bob Lazar's telling the truth. And, and that's one thing, right? We can say that all day, but the reality is that there's a lot of people that'll sit there and say, well, okay, you believe Bob Lazar is telling the truth and I believe he isn't right. Um, one of the bad things about Bob Azar is they wiped his education record. They yeah. wiped everything about him and I his history. I say that, yes. And that yeah. was the government that did that? They took away everything, all of his credentials. Yeah, so here's the reason in 2019 that people should really be heeding Bob Lazar and what he said. And it's because now with the military and the Navy coming out and, and all these fighter pilots that are coming mm-hmm. out and saying that mm-hmm. they are having encounters with UFOs of some type, and, uh, and a lot of times it's over the oceans, uh, it is during their their flight trainings or whatever, and these are F eighteen pilots, these are F sixteen pilots, and these are current and uh, these are active and past duty military fighter pilots um, that are saying that you know they have went to the government to, to ask what the hell is going on because there has been and there's no like reporting system at the time. <clears throat> no, there's place. nothing. No, I mean they didn't take it seriously or they hushed up or a lot of the pilots said you know when you would even mention this it would be frowned upon. Yeah, and hush, it was like hush. no, don't shut talk up. about it. Don't even yeah. say anything. But when it started getting serious, as of recently, and these these headlines are in the main headlines today on CNN and Fox News and anything else you want to look at, uh, you know these fighter pilots are coming forward and saying this is kind of getting a little dangerous because some of our missions, some of these objects that that don't appear to have any propulsion system, uh, they they they're they, coming like inches away from them. Yeah, they're they're coming yeah feet or inches away from their fighter jets, and then this is happening, and and they're saying it's getting a little dangerous, and and that's the problem. And so they want answers. And I think the Navy themselves kind of came out for the pilots mm-hmm. to say, hey, what is the problem? What is the deal here? What are we looking at? We need answers. Um, so far, they have not got any answers. They probably never will get answers. Well, I think they did like put a reporting system they in did. place now. Yeah. So that's something new that they didn't even have before to report these. And I think on one of our podcasts, we even yep. did an audio of one of these pilots encountering a UFO that was hovering above the ocean. I yeah, think. and I can't remember what episode that is, actually. I can't either. But it was an episode where this this pilot was actually seeing a UFO hovering over the ocean and had, like, video, clear video of this and how it how it was different from a regular plane <clears throat> or jet that it could move in any direction at any time. And that he was like, this is not 
from you know anywhere on this planet. This is yeah. something that I, that would not ever exist on Earth. Yeah, and and a lot of the pilots actually said they said you know I don't know what this thing is, and a lot of them said that we to our knowledge we don't know of any technology that exists in the world today that could possibly do what this thing did. Right. Um, I mean, he made it's these non-man-made, uh, and, and it wasn't always. It was never just one. They they would always say these things were in a fleet. Right. They were usually together. Yeah. They made different symbols and whatever with their lights, and then they would go from point A to point B in in an instant, and it was you know effortlessly. Right. And what um, reason does the military or the I get what was it the Navy? What what reason do they have to lie about these things? Well, what? the Navy doesn't. No, they're not lying. They're obviously. not. I know, no. but the government saying hush hush, don't talk about it. So someone had questioned whether or not there was another government. Um, I, I, okay, so this was this was kind of what someone questioned and said. Okay, so maybe there's another government agency. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That knows about this and it's some secret weapon they're testing or whatever and they're not telling the rest mm-hmm. of the military or the government. But the reality is, is let's, let's talk about this for a second. Here's, here's the problem is the way these fighter pilots are explaining these crafts um, not to have... Um, you know, the, these crafts don't have jet propulsion. They, they, they don't seem to have any kind of propulsion system. They can't figure out where the actual propulsion is coming from, which is, you know, how it goes, how it moves. Uh, the fighter pilot said the same thing. This thing looks, you know, solid. It doesn't look like there's any engines. There's no heat signatures, you know, as mm-hmm. far as the actual outside right, of the, right. of the craft in one particular area. And so, Going back to Bob Lazar, 1970s, what did he explain? Well, he explained that, and I'm not going to go in deep on this, but he explained that these systems had no apparent propulsion system. The only apparent propulsion system there was is there was a generator that produced gravity. And that was, it it created its own gravity field around the craft, and that's how it moved effortlessly and possibly even at the speed of light. You know, I mean, that's, that's the thing. And so you got to think if these if these crafts are coming from another place in our galaxy or even outside of our galaxy, they're going to have to be able to Move at travel speed at the speed of light. Yeah, they have to. That has to be the technology right. that they're that they have. And is that possible? Well, for us, it's not. But for us, it's also not possible to create gravity. 
like Bob Lazar said, we can create a lot of things, but gravity is not one of them. Mm-hmm. And so what these fighter pilots explained to what they seen was exactly identical to what Bob Lazar said he worked on. And so that kind of connects the two from 2019 to what Bob Lazar used to say mm-hmm. is a direct connection to what, what he is seeing. And so then I think saw, I saw someone say, well, it's okay. If you look at an artwork, someone's going to create a UFO. They're going to do an art uh, uh, mock-up of a yeah, UFO. Mm-hmm. It's going to look like a freaking, you know, a space um, a flying saucer, yeah, right? Right. But the, how that all came out was Roswell is where it really started. Mm-hmm. And Roswell, many people believe, is is the truth. And when the, when the news reporters and, and whoever first got there, and I think firefighters even, when they right. got there, uh, That's they how all, they reported it. Yeah, a lot of people like. saw it was a UFO-type craft. And then all of a sudden, the government came out and said it was a weather balloon. <laughs> you know, that was what crashed. And so then it was not long after that. This is when the Area 51 stuff started happening. And there were more and more and more sightings that happened over the over Nevada area, uh, Arizona, that whole, that whole region. And Bob Lazara was, you know, working uh, in the 70s on, on these crafts. So th- there's a d- direct connection with what the news stories are now and the fighter pilots that are trusted with, with you know, multi-million dollar fighter jets and, and many of them in which have top secret clearances. Right. right. And not to mention the government does have, has been spelling, spending, what, billions of dollars on top secret uh, UFO programs. Programs, yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I mean, and we didn't even know about that. And they've been spending all this money, all this time, and the American people, the public, we don't, we're not even aware of that until just recently. Exactly. Well, here's a good, here's a good um, segue, I guess. That's a good segue that you can do. Um, on, on CNN, there was an ex-UFO program chief um, that came on CNN, and uh, he used to be over the ex-UFO program, the Department of Defense or whoever it was had. Yeah, I can't remember. And many, many of you probably didn't have any clue that we even had such a program, but we do or did, yeah. and we, yeah. we still do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this ex-UFO program chief came on to CNN, and this is a CNN interview, and you can go check it out after we let you hear it. It's about four minutes long, but it's very important that you listen to this. Um, CNN is interviewing this guy, and um, you know the headline there is that we may not be alone. So this is what he had to say, and I want you to listen to this pretty closely um, because it kind of goes with what we're saying. Out front now, the former Pentagon military official who ran the covert government program up until this last November, Luis Elizondo. Luis, thank you so much for your time tonight. I mean, first, tell us what the purpose of the program was and why it was so secretive. Sure. Um, The purpose of the program, uh, Advanced Aerospace Threat Identification Program, was really designed to do just that. Um, From a national security perspective, identify those things that we see, whether uh, we see them electro-optically, we see them with radar, we see them uh, as uh, as eyewitness reports, um, through a myriad of different ways and avenues that we receive the information, and try to ascertain and determine if that information is a potential threat to national security, in a nutshell. So what did you find? Well, we found a lot. Um, I, think, uh, I think it's probably been a little bit mischaracterized in some of the, the, the social media you see and, and, and what people put out, because a lot of times when we don't have a lot of information, we tend to fill in those gaps with what we think is logical. Uh, And there's still, by the way, a lot we really don't know. Um, I think what's important is that we have identified some very, very interesting anomalous um, 
type of aircraft, let's call them aircraft, things that don't have um, <coughs> any obvious flight surfaces, any obvious forms of propulsion, and maneuvering in ways um, that include extreme maneuverability beyond, uh, I would submit, the healthy G-forces of, uh, of a human or anything biological, uh, hypersonic velocities, low observability, um, positive lift, again, seemingly in, in defying the laws of aerodynamics. So um, people so are talking... So do you think, I mean, oh, I, you know, I, but do you believe, you know, when, when you get that Navy pilot saying what he said, do you think that that was, um, you know, a UFO to obviously I don't have any other word to use or that well, or something else? Sure. That's a great question. Keeping in mind, it's not just the, the pilot's testimony on an observation. Sure. When when someone comes to you who's in charge of a multi-million dollar weapon platform, who maintains a top secret security clearance, who is paid and trusted by this country to go fight wars and and to fly over cities with with live munitions, um, and by the way, they're trained observers with millions of dollars invested in their training. Yep. I would submit to you it's pretty compelling. But on top of that, it's not just the eyewitness testimony. It is it is actual electro-optical data and radar returns. It's also people like uh, radar operators and air traffic controllers. So I think <coughs> the discussion is should be maybe a little bit broader than that. I think people are focusing just on two videos uh, coming from a set of F-18s when when really it's, it's, it's a lot, lot more than that. So, so, you know, recently, I guess it was in October, astronomers spotted uh, what they, they say could be the first interstellar ast- asteroid. Um, you see it there, kind of that strange shape um, from beyond the solar system. What do you see when you look at that? Well, you know, Ms. Burnett, I, I have to admit to you, when, when I ran this program, I was fundamentally looking at, my colleagues looking at two things. Yeah. What is it and how does it work? Um, we have deliberately stayed away from going down the rabbit hole of who's behind the wheel and what are their intentions. Yeah. Because that, a lot of people have a lot of feelings towards that and, and are very emotional about that. And what I wanted to do was to allow the data to speak for itself and then use that data to inform leadership, senior DOD leadership, about the potential threat that, that these type of, of technologies pose to national security, especially over any type of controlled airspace that we might have. Um, so I'm not trying to be evasive uh, in any way or vague with your with your answer, but yeah, well, I think there's a lot of possibilities. Look, and I know you think it's important. I know you think that the government didn't take the threat seriously enough. So, so let me just ask you point blank the question: Do you believe that that life from somewhere else, while you ran this program, came here, visited, observed? I will tell you unequivocally that that through the observation, scientific methodologies that were applied to to look at this phenomena that these aircraft, we'll call them aircraft, are displaying characteristics that are not currently within the U.S. inventory nor in any foreign inventory that, that we are aware of. So I know you're using, uh, you're being clear, but I mean, the answer is yes. Um, my personal, I can't speak on behalf of the government. Obviously, okay. I'm, I'm not in the U.S. government anymore. My personal belief is that uh, there is very compelling evidence that we, uh, we may not be alone, whatever that means. And there you go. There you go. That gives me goosebumps. I mean, this is coming from a guy that he was, was the ex UFO program yeah. chief for the Department of Defense. I mean, it, does that give you goosebumps? Like listening yeah. to that, like that's somebody saying from way up top, top in our government, 
yeah, we're not alone. Pretty much is what he's wanting to say. <clears throat> yeah, there or were key. Say. Yeah, there were key points to that that I want to point out. Is number one, you know, it wasn't just pilot testimony. These are radar data. This is actual imagery that you know they actually have on camera that show a object that, uh, like he said, that we are not aware of exists on Earth. On Earth, and. You know, considering he worked at the Department of Defense, the Department of Defense pretty much knows what people has and what people doesn't have. Yeah. You know, and, and I think with all of the United States over anybody else in this world, the United States has more technology to know what other countries have as far as secretive weapons, you know, uh, aircraft, whatever the case is. The United States knows this. And it's just funny because it takes someone coming out. And obviously, he couldn't just sit there and say, these are UFOs and we know right. it. Right. Because he's very, you know, he's, he, he he's on to stay a fine line. line. Yeah. He's, he's, but he said everything but. Right. And, and, that's, and that's the thing. And, and he said, you know, one of the things we do know is, is that these things we don't believe exist on Earth. So, and that's pretty crazy. That pretty much tells you we are not alone. Yeah. And we are being visited. Yeah. But you know, the, you know, and, and so, so when people want to go and, and storm area 51 or whatever the hell they, you guys want to do, <laughs> um, it's, it's kind of comical, but it it's, really is it, well, not. It's a comical I mean, thing that, that, that they think it to be a comedy or a meme. Yeah. But the reality is, guys, is that we are not alone and there are UFOs and there is more and more and more evidence to back this up. On a daily basis. Yeah, and on the serious note, some of these people that are serious about, like I was reading some posts on this event. I mean, these are older gentlemen. They're like, since I was a little boy, I wanted to know what was at Area 51. Let's do this. Let's get it out. We have a right to know. They can't keep secrets from us. You know, this the government cannot keep secrets. We have a right to know. I mean, there are a lot of serious people out there that want to know what's in Area 51. They want to know what the government's hiding or whoever it is maybe hiding things they they feel like they have a right to know the truth and that's why i feel like it's not really a comical situation at this time and the government is taking this very seriously they're not just standing saying oh this is a joke no they're ready they're ready for this storm on september 20th well i'll i'll be the first to say that i believe that somewhere in our government that we 100% have a ufo uh, or the technology from a crashed or downed UFO, without question. Oh, there's, I agree. there's no I question agree. to that. Um, I believe Bob Lazar, for the most part. I mean, I, I don't, you know. For I, the most part, what part do you not believe? Well, it's not. It's not that I don't believe him. I, I'm just saying I believe his baseline story of what he worked on, what he was there, you know, whatever. And I think probably at this point, it, it so many years later, he's just having to like throw in shit because. He can't remember some of it, but I, even, I believe the baseline story is true. Yeah, and even Bob uh, Lazar is doing Instagrams or something yeah. and discouraging people to show up, not to show up at Area 51. And he was, I was reading an article that w- he was saying that, yes, you know, I did work on these things at Area 51, but this was 30 years ago. Yeah. It could have been moved to a different... More than that. Well, I guess maybe it was, no, it was the 80s. 30, yeah, yeah, it was I guess 30 it was, years yeah. ago. And he was like... We don't even know if these things are still here. They could have moved them. They could have been dispersed to other secretive places. And then people are like, oh, no, that's BS. You know, you just don't want us to see the aliens. You know, that's, you know, everybody's well, he calling don't, he, his bluff. He, he would really care less, don't you think? I yeah. mean, 
but you know, but the reality is maybe they moved. I mean, I, but, but I, it goes back to this, like it's like the area in Virginia that they have the underground city for whoever it is. I'm assuming government and elites, Mm -hmm. uh, which Alex Jones actually was one of the first ones. We talked about that Mm -hmm. before that kind of showed that outside of that underground city. But I mean, don't think they don't have underground cities in Nevada that they, you know, I mean, I'm, there's probably places in Nevada that you can go down, you know, wherever, wherever this is. And it's mm-hmm. an actual working laboratories and, you know, spacecraft. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and a lot of that stuff, especially secretive weapons that could cause mass destruction. A lot of that stuff probably needs to be underground. I mean, for safety reasons, so on and so forth. I get that, but... Okay, Chad, as an American citizen, do you feel like we have a right to know if we've encountered UFOs? There's a lot aliens? of things that we have rights to know, but it doesn't mean that we're going to get those rights. I mean, that's that's the reality. I mean, yes, we have rights to know what the government does with our tax dollars. I mean, we have rights to know all of that stuff. Um, but that doesn't mean that we're going to succeed in knowing. <laughs> but it's even like, I, I'm just, I don't know why this is on my mind, but I'm even thinking about Where did the government even come from Hillary to begin with? Hillary Clinton, she was, on Hillary. A, <laughs> she was on a night show, and they were asking her about the UFO programs and blah, blah, blah. And she was so funny with her comments. She's like, I'm not even going to go there. Like, she knew something's going on. Like, I think they all know something's going on. But I even think, like, the presidents or the candidates of being presidents or people that are close or in that demeanor, they don't even know what's going on. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I don't think so. No. And that's when it gets into the black shadow government yeah. type stuff, which we won't dive deep yeah. into that. We we've, we've talked about that quite a bit on some other podcasts, but yeah, that that's when it gets into the black shadow government stuff, people. And there's a whole side of the government that you and I will never know about and ever will never know. But it's something that the ex UFO program chief, touched on that he said we understand the sensitivity and emotions around this for and the I population think, yeah and i think that some ways is why they don't let the population know about what they know that they don't want us to know they don't want hysteria and fear and yeah but i know. just i mean what it really causes i mean but shit i mean look at what freaking facebook's doing now with storm area 51 and <laughs> nothing has been said <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a Netflix documentary, and maybe maybe the pilot recordings of the UFOs might have had some inclination in doing this also. I mean, we've been seeing a little more news stories about UFOs lately, right? Right. right. I mean, we have. In the mainstream media, there's been a little more softness on it's almost like trying to soften us up mm-hmm. for like, okay, aliens might exist. And, and just like the clip we just showed you. So imagine if the freaking government came out and said, guys, there's there's aliens. And um, and we, we have had a crash down spacecraft before. <laughs> I mean, there would definitely be a storm of yeah. Area 50. I mean, it would, it would it, you know, and, and hysteria, you know, the thing you don't, the, the reason you don't want just mass chaos is because, you know, government entities are at risk. Their, you know, their bases are at risk. It would be a... Well, a, and it puts America at risk, too. Yeah, I mean, look at, look at America. All other things we're doing at Area 51. Yeah, look at America now. I mean, we protest over some of the dumbest shit. I've ever seen. Yeah, wearing vaginas. Can you imagine a freaking? (laughs) Can you imagine a government coming out and saying that there's freaking space shuttles or space shuttles, spacecraft? I mean, who knows? There might be space shuttles, and maybe they're using them, and we don't know about that. Who knows? Well, we. I mean, there is space shuttles, but what are you talking (laughs) about? I mean, spacecraft like UFO crafts that have been actually made, and we've actually oh using them, using them, and we don't know. It's possible. Yeah, it is. Anything's possible. Well, if you believe what Bob. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Bob Lazar said back in the 80s or 70s, whatever it was, um, you know, Bob Lazar said very, you know, distinctly that, hey, you know, uh, I he even knew when they were going to test these things or try to fly them or whatever the hell they did with them. Yeah, it was like on Wednesday nights or something. Yeah, or something. Yeah, and that was back in the 80s. Yeah. So imagine how far they've probably come with that technology by now. You know what I mean? I mean, so, you know, I I don't know. And so then the question always arises is like, okay, so if we do have visitors, which I, I do believe we do, and I think even like obviously the ex-UFO program chief believes, you know, why, what is their intentions and what are they doing? And it might be bigger than we can even fathom with our, with our little peeny minds of human beings. I mean, seriously. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it's one of the things that, uh, well, they're obviously more intelligent than we are oh, because God, yeah. we're not able to do what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, but, but, here, here's, but the here's the thing too, they might be on a different planet that has resources that we don't have, mm-hmm. you know, hundred percent. Yeah. And they could have been alive billions of years longer than we have. Right. I mean, the human race has not been alive that long. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we haven't existed that long. I mean, but that is not to say aliens haven't existed for longer. billions of years. Longer than us. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, like billions and billions of years. Um, you know, we, as a human race, I think are are really, if you look at the, the global just picture of every, not global, but the universal picture, um, you know, we're, we're, I think we're probably a newer race, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, in terms of time and space, I think we're a very young race in comparison to what, what, what is out there. And, and so to, to know like where we come from and where we're at now in the relatively short time, it's a very short time. If you look at the time of space, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So look at how far we've come in our little short time. And then think about, you know, for example, uh, I know this right off the top of my head. If you travel at 36,000 miles per hour, uh, it would take you 18,000 years to go one light year. Okay. So mm-hmm. think about that. So there, you know, there, there, there are galaxies that are billions of light years away. I mean, you know, think about that billions. And so for us at 36,000 miles an hour, to get one light year takes 18,000 years from now to travel one right, light year. Right. 
Unless so, you go into a black hole or something. <laughs> yeah, but who knows? We don't. We don't. But we're not smart enough to even know what the hell black holes do and what they don't do now. You know, what I mean, it's like, and, and so that's what I'm saying. It's like traveling at the speed of light. And someone was like, "Well, how would spacecraft not not hit things in the in space? Oh, yeah, if they're traveling just going, at the speed of light, right? Well, it's because they create their own gravity. And if you they know gravity, bounce. gravity versus gravity, it is always a slingshot effect in most every scientific study there's ever been. Anytime, anytime a gravity field meets a gravity field, it never collides. It actually Bounces wraps around or, 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 yeah, or slingshots around. Right. And so that's very possible. I mean, it's very possible you could go through space at light speed and not hit anything mm-hmm. and still maintain a trajectory of straight or whatever, wherever you're going. So those things, you know, they all exist. That's all very possible. Uh, and, 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 but, I, but like I said, when you start thinking about stuff like that as, as a human being, I think it's bigger than our minds are um, built for. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So getting back to this storm area 51, what do you think these pe- I mean, these people that are really like serious about going to area 51 and storming on September 20th. Storming. What, <laughs> storming. Yeah, there's going to be a 50- storm. What what do you think is going to happen? I mean, what would you storm. what would you forecast to happen? What would happen? That day? Um, I believe everyone would die. No. I mean, in reality, let's like, just say, let's just let's put okay, a scenario well, let, let, there. Let's, let's make a reality situation. So now it's up to a million plus people. I think probably seventy-five to eighty-five percent of those people are full of shit. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they're going to show up. They're um, just saying they're going to. Because Ivan's put maybe. But the reason I say eighty-five percent. <laughs> but the reason I say eighty-five percent of those people are full of shit is because I mean, if you read most of the comments and most of the statuses. And most of all the stuff of all these people saying this is 85% of them are full of shit. But then you got this like, you know, 25, 30%, 10%, whatever it is. These people that are like Percentage of people serious. that are for real yeah. and are booking their airline tickets and they're getting there and all this stuff. Well, the reality is, so if you got a million people and then 85% of those people are full of shit and then you've got this small amount of people that aren't. Are, or are not, but even say that, even say, just 100, say it like a hundred thousand people. Yeah. Even say a hundred thousand people showed up. That's a lot of damn people still. Um, you know, I, I don't see it. 10 people showing up. I guarantee you on that day, there's going to be people there. And when there's, I, I but think I don't there's believe not only going to be people that are there to storm. There's going to be a lot of spectators oh, yeah. that are going to be wanting there the is. video. It's, and stuff. Well, it's going to be a security nightmare for that, for that base. Yeah, but, yeah. but the reality is, is that they're going to handle it. And, you know, there's absolutely no question about that, guys. Like, don't think that they're not going to be able to handle you when they know if they if they have the most secretive weapons on the planet there. But how do you think they would handle that situation knowing there's 100,000 Americans and not even Americans. There's people from all over the country saying they're going to come. I'm yeah, not well, kidding. All over the country. Well, I mean, all, no, I mean, not all, all over the, the world. All over the world. I'm sorry. Yeah. All over the world. There's people all over the world. Well, they're going to handle it. I mean, they're going to handle it however they need to. But I mean, but you got to also think that uh, unauthorized um, trespassing on, especially that base, you know, right. warrants lethal force. And, and, and to me, an attack it on a base is an attack. It doesn't matter if you're an American or not. It's an attack on America, and they see it as terrorism, domestic yeah. terrorism, right. technically. Right. And so you, you you guys have to understand that. I know it's a funny thing, but at the end of the day, it's an attack on a base. And and they're going to protect the U.S. and our and our assets and our secrets. And you know, there are some things that the gov we need secrets for. There are, there are things that we need those bases for right. for our own safety. So, if there were but, like a hundred thousand people that were going to storm Area Fifty One, 
how far do you think they would get and what do you think would happen? Do you think they get past the gates? What do you, I mean, what well, would you I think, forecast? I think if there was a hundred thousand people, yes, some of them would get past the gates. Um, probably many of them would get past the gates and that's when lethal force would probably come into play. Because, as soon as they pass the no entry well, I'm not, line? Well, I'm not even saying just as soon as they passed it. I'm just saying that they're going to have a plan for that. But if there's 100,000 people that show up, you know, and, and they're not listening, and, and so many of those people get through and, and, and you know, say 40,000 people get through. And, you know what I mean? That's, that's a lot a, of people. That's a big crowd. It's a lot of and people. What and if these, what if these people are have weaponized, not with just rocks, but they have oh, real yeah, weapons? Sure, yeah, it's possible, but they're all stupid. Well, I, mean, they, I, hate to say I it, know, but. but do you think? To me, I'm just wondering how America would handle that. Our, you know, our government e- e- even like I'll tell you how they'd handle it. They lethally, don't give a shit. then it's going to be on the news. Oh, you know, all these kids. It doesn't this, matter. A lot of them are millennials and generation millennials. And, yeah, millennials. Generation and X. Generation X people. You know what they do? This. What the, would the news say? What would the it? Democrats would love that shit because they blame it all on Trump. <laughs> Be like, well, Trump, and this said probably, he already, Trump said he already deported them. This is probably the Democrats <laughs> that are starting all this shit because they want people to get killed <laughs> and then blame it on Trump. Yeah, population see, control. See, look, Trump kills Americans. You see this shit? This is crazy. Trump kills his own people. See, he is Hitler. See? This is our way of population control. Well, I'm just saying, I look, I, I wouldn't suggest storming Area 51. I I would 100% believe that they will use lethal force if they had to. If there's enough people to get through, I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Uh, because there's, there's even if, uh, if 100,000, which I don't think even 100,000 people is going to show up. I mean, I, I don't think that. And even if I think they it's did, mostly a meme. Let's just say but, if they did, there's really serious people. And there is some people that are serious about doing this. Like, they're like definitely serious about it. Let's say they get through and they go up the hill and they run, you know, wherever they run to and they get, when they get there, do you really think they're going to find aliens? No, the reality is of the whole situation is that you're not going to find shit and you're going to go to prison if you don't die. Because it's going to be a felony. Yeah. It'll be a federal felony. Mm -hmm. But you're going to go to prison if you don't die. So, you know. Um, to me, that's not worth it. You should just... Yeah. And when I was looking at this event today, Chad, I was just like reading the comments and going through, and I'm just trying to get a grasp of how many people are just like bullshitting and how many people are really serious. Like, I just want to know, like, who's really serious about doing this? Are they serious or are they all full of shit? Like you said, probably maybe 20%. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's, there's only a certain amount of people, but... Guys, just understand. I, I, you know, I hope one thing that comes out of this is uh, is maybe you guys will look a little more in conspiracies, and it'll, it, you know, it'll it'll enlighten your mind yeah, a little bit. This is definitely as far as, an eye opener for conspiracies. It yeah. really is. This this alone, even though it started as a joke, it does. It is an eye opener for like people all over the world. I yeah, mean, it is. For it sure. really is. It is. Um, but I'm I'm excited to see it. We'll definitely be doing a live broadcast. Um, on the, on that day, <laughs> we're gonna try to get the press passes. Oh yeah, just if anyone yeah, we'll, knows, we'll be broadcasting from Area Fifty One. Yeah, if anyone knows where we get those press passes, <laughs> just let us know so we can if pick them up knows. at the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For all the government listening to our podcast, yeah, just tonight, let us know. We just which we have yeah. had government listen to our podcast yeah. before. So. Oh yeah, that's funny. <laughs> funny, 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 baby. But um, but yeah. So that's kind of our take on it, guys. Uh, and and I, so I, I guess the bottom line is, don't go. 
Or I mean, you can go or if go you want and to. have fun and have a party and go kind of close, maybe. Well, the thing is, guys, is that know. people are gonna just use you as a meme, uh, even yeah. if you die, and that's what the end of this meme is gonna yeah. be. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm just letting you know, you're gonna be on a meme at least. I mean, your yeah. your memory will live on forever through a meme. Um, but you know, it's not worth Clapping it. Clapping the butt cheeks or whatever the cheeks. Yeah, it's of not worth. It's not worth it to me. If you guys really want to know about aliens and more about conspiracies, make sure to follow us because this is what we talk about. This is what we do. We're serious about it, um, and we do joke and stuff. And you know, I, we have fun here. And um, and for those of you that have reached out to us lately, and we actually just got on the Player FM Top Conspiracy Podcast list, which we're very happy and proud about. Um, so thank you, Player FM. Yeah, and hopefully, thanks, we get on more of those lists. Yeah, and thanks to you. Yeah, We're for sure. And it's all thanks to you guys. And we've got reached out by some of you. Um, we haven't really checked a lot of emails lately, but but for the, the random ones I have seen, it's all really good stuff. And yeah, we, we appreciate all really the good, good compliments. Feedback. Yeah. And it, um, when we awesome. first started doing this, we just did this because we enjoy like talking about things yeah, and our, we're like yeah let's just do this on a podcast yeah so we're we just do. normal people talking yeah we are and um and guys make sure that you follow us on spreaker or 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 itunes or whatever leave us a review let us know what you think let, you know give us give us um give us your opinion uh you know support us because this is something we want to do we want to we want to go forward and doing this make sure you check out our facebook page um that's investigate earth conspiracy podcast you can find us or instagram we have a twitter now these are all pretty new social platforms but make sure you follow us on there because we post articles and all the crazy you know newest stuff that is out there uh, make sure you follow us on there and listen um, if there is really anyone that's planning on storming area 51 we want to hear from you. Yeah, I mean, I'd love be, to have you on the podcast. Yeah. We will keep your name confidential or whatever we have to do just to hear like your thought process and why and where yeah, and there's when anyone and how actually you're going to do serious. that. Yeah, if there's anyone actually serious, reach out to us. We want to just talk to you. We want to get your opinion and your plan. Yeah, we just want to hear. <laughs> no, we and we're won't. not going to make fun of you. We just want to really hear. No, I really not. do. I'm really interested to see the real people that are really, really into this for real. Yeah, like really. not joking about it. Yeah, prove us wrong really is what we want. We, we just want you to prove us wrong because we don't think a lot of people are even even possibly taking this serious. But um, and, and then for those of you that think this is funny or a joke or whatever, you can reach out to us too. But yeah. um, we want to hear from the people that are serious. You can reach us at contact at investigateearthpodcast.com. Um, our website is investigateearthpodcast.com. Make sure to check us out. And um, like I said, any of our social medias, you can reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. Facebook yep. Reach out to us there. That's um, my we'll be happy platform. to talk to you. And um, and and so yeah, we're we're really excited about um, the upcoming shows. We're gonna get back into this full you know full go again, um, at least two episodes a week. And so look forward to that stuff. We got a lot of crazy stuff to talk about. There's so What's much going up, on. What's coming up, Chad? What's coming up um, next? Well, I think we're going to have to talk about the Epstein uh, conspiracy, uh, the Jeffrey Epstein in, conspiracy. Yeah, very interesting. As far as the pedophile case and, and mm-hmm. that whole ring, so, the whether Clinton's involved and, or Trump's yeah. involved or whatever, um, we're going to talk about all that. Um, and we're going to we're going to do a little more on the uh, you know the Illuminati stuff. And we actually have someone coming on the show. Um, soon, hopefully, and it's probably a couple weeks out, but it's, it's, it's an expert on New World Order and Illuminati. He's actually a worldwide evangelist that is very, very, very well known. And so a lot of you guys will probably know who he is once he comes on the show, but we're excited about that. And um, so we got a lot of fun stuff planned for you guys, and we can't wait. 
And uh, we're going to have some type of video series um, on our podcast coming up as well. For but, our patrons. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to start actually a, a Patreon account. And um, we're going to offer a lot of cool stuff for our patrons and on there. Because guys, whether you know or not, we don't we don't get to pay for the podcast. So yeah, we don't. you know, it's, it's we don't really have sponsors or any of that stuff. So if anybody's willing to sponsor the show um, or sign up as a patron, you guys are going to get a lot of cool stuff and a lot of features that just um, you know uh, people, our general listeners, I guess, will not get. But uh, but yeah, we you know we got to support the show and it's not very cheap, you know, running a show and, and the time not. and all that stuff. So. Um, but we're going to do all that stuff, and we but can't we wait. we want to be here for you. Yeah, and, and we can't wait to start this and, and keep it going, guys. But wanted to talk about the Storm Area 51, they can't stop us all <laughs> show. <laughs> so. But anyways, that will be a meme for sure. That'll be the headline. Area 51, they can't stop us all. And then it's going to be dot, dot, dot. Another picture is going to be below that says they did stop us all. <laughs> 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 so I'm just saying. <laughs> Just be careful, guys. If you yeah, are going you out to Area 51, there. and don't worry, we'll probably talk to you before you storm Area 51. And that includes um, that angry grandma that I saw today. That was pretty funny. You, need to, che- you need to check out her little video. That yeah, was pretty storm funny. Area 51, yeah. <laughs> but guys, until next time, we can't wait to see you again. We'll probably be, um, we'll probably be live sometime uh, next week, uh, Tuesday, I believe. Um, may have no, a sh- no, I don't think Tuesday, babe. Maybe a little bit later, Wednesday or Thursday. Okay, whatever, yeah. Yeah. We're going to have another show. Just keep listening. See you later. Peace out. Yeah. Bye, guys. Have a good one. Love you. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.